Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you're with the Double L team filling in for the M Factor while Mon is away. Lyle and... Lawson. Lawson, what are you thankful for this morning? Oh, look. Oh, yeah. I'm super thankful that last night I was at home and I put back together this guitar that I found in the bottom of the church and it's like the worst guitar ever, but it makes really loud noises. And, and it's really satisfying, And right? it's really just satisfying when you're just, like, strumming away. It's this, this electric guitar, and I got a free set of strings when I bought some strings for my acoustic guitar, and, and I put this thing back together, just this, like, Ashton, you know, fairly old electric guitar. And, yeah, it's a piece of trash, and it has the worst tone ever. But if you turn it up all the way and put it on, like, the loudest, uh, the loudest pickup, then it just makes distorted chord noises, and it's just amazing. Yes, loud like noises. Loud is, noises. I think noise is a form of art. Yeah. Oh, well, music. You know? But just loud noises in general. Yeah, man, loud, man. loud noises, you know? V8 cars. Um, guns. Big guns. <laughs> fireworks. Yeah. Oh, just man. Just amazing. Just about the loud noises. That's what it's all about. Anyway, I am thankful this morning to be up to date on my emails. Oh, you. My WhatsApp. My messengers, my text messages. I- I'm up to date today. Mate, you're on the and I've ball. I've a whole bunch that have been hanging over my head forever. Um, <laughs> so, good to... Hopefully, I can stay there now. Man, I'm, I'm getting to that place now where I'm like getting behind. Yeah. Whereas... Uh-huh, they start know, to build up and build up and you get those little numbers that just keep going up and up and up every yeah. time you look at it. It's like, ooh, what ooh, am I going to do? Uh, <laughs> anyway, what do we got coming up into... Oh, this is the delayed broadcast. We oh, already yeah, know what's yeah. happening. Yeah, we already know what's going on. Cause okay, is, we're going to talk about abortion uh-huh. and... Someone's going to call up and rouse on us about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. We are going to be called... You and I are going to be called naive. Yep. So that'll be fun. That's all right. Like, yeah. I love it. Oh, it's good. Hey, if you've, got, uh, if you've got something to say, jump over to the live show and, and, and give us a call. The yeah, way you jump fully. over to the live show is very simple. You just go to faithfm.com.au and press play. Do it on your phone. Play it through your car stereo or your headset if you're in a workshop. Problem solved. Bam. Bam. Yeah. Or if Faith you're at home, wherever you are. Easy, but most people listen to the radio in their car. So. Mm-hmm. Or their tractor or their bus, bus or their truck. Or um, if you're if you're a bus driver, put Faith FM on. I've yeah. oh, yeah. met a few bus drivers that play Faith FM just all day long on their you. bus. Yeah, absolutely. We love you. Met one down in Victoria the other day. Um, we do. So anyway, stay tuned, guys. Great program right after this. There's a mountain here before me, and I'm on a climb with strength not my own And he's gonna meet me Where the mountain beats me And carry me through And carry me through yeah. And there's a river Here before me And I'm gonna cross it String on my own He's gonna save me When the river takes me And carry me through And carry me through But Lord be 
over to Mon in South Africa. Mon, what have you got to share with us today? Well, just the fact that it's my South African birthday today, guys. We had your Australian birthday here yesterday and you missed it. I know, I know. It was actually kind of cool that we get to celebrate my birthday twice because I'm overseas in Australia. All birthdays all start in Australia. (laughs) Thanks for singing to me. I heard that you guys sang me a little jazzy version of happy birthday which I'm very yep. happy about so thanks guys <laughs> and hey Lawson yeah. love to be chatting to you at the moment yeah yeah oh mate love love you too How? My, sorry I hope my chair's not too comfortable because you oh, don't want that back when I mate, get back I think it's right. I think he's getting like an indent nothing, right? I think he's getting like an indent from me sitting here like it's 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 <laughs> feeling me okay it's working for me <laughs> Speaking of, speaking of in-depth backside story to share with you guys today. Now, yesterday I know I told a bit of a heavy-hitting story, um, a bit of an account of apartheid and segregation, and I will be returning to that because it's not something that's just a little issue and it's going to be something I might you know, talk about several times. But today I do want to keep it a little bit lighthearted, um, not just because it is my birthday. I've had a fantastic day Um but I do want to share some really cool, amazing creation, uh, creation wins that I've been experiencing here in South Africa. So first of all, just let me tell you, I've been having a positively regal time today on the freeway. The South African president, Cyril Ramaphosa, drove past me in his cavalcade. Nice. Did you uh, get to uh, stop and say hello or just sort of wave as he went by? Hello. And oh, he's driving. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you back again now. We, we lost you there for a moment. Oh, yeah. You're probably just uh, in awe of the fact that I've first the presidential people in, uh, in Africa here. Not oh. my first time rubbing shoulders with royalty, so let me just remind you there. Um, but I do want to share a little bit of history about um about Cape Town. I mentioned to you yesterday, Lyle, or maybe the day before, that Cape Town is actually the place where um, the 
for World War One was first observed. So they invented it here. Although they do actually observe two-minute silence here. They observe one minute for the fallen and one minute for the survivors, which I actually think is really beautiful. So they started that in 1918, and the rest of the world got hold of it and adopted it as well in, in 19. So we've been doing it for 100 years now, which is a beautiful thing. But also in terms of... Um, chivalry and and uh, and bravery and, and honoring people did you know the birkenhead drill is also something that came in from cape town or just off the coast of cape town so for those of you who don't know what the birkenhead drill is it's from um hms birkenhead which was a ship that sunk and uh a lot of people died but the captain um he 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 was yelling to his sailors and he was charging them, women and children first, women and children first. And so um, all the women and children survived. Um, there was about 650 people on board and, um, and all the women and children survived. A lot of the men died. But it was because of that brave, that courageous, that chivalrous, that protective, um, the amazing protectiveness that men have um, that they actually started that as a standard procedure. It's called the Birkenhead Drill. So women and children first. That phrase first mm. uttered off the case of Co- coast to Cape Town. Way back so in 1845. Like but how do you even know me? <laughs> <Yeah. Wow. laughs> he's a genius. Or, <laughs> or he's cheating. <laughs> he's on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's either genius or Google. It can't be both. <laughs> so I did celebrate my birthday by climbing Table Mountain today, Lyle. And um, and Lawson, and uh, I just I'm so I'm so ecstatic to tell you I didn't know this, but in 2011 they actually decided to redo what was considered the seven natural wonders of nature. So seven wonders of, the, of nature, the natural world. Um, you know how you have the ancient ones that have like the Babylonian hanging gardens mm-hmm. and so forth, and then you have um, the new ones. So they made a new list in 2011, and Table Mountain is on it. Um, and they actually had big posters around the Table Mountain area. Um, telling me what the rest of them were, which, of course, they all immediately made it to my travel list, and I'm a little bit disappointed I've only seen one. So the other ones are the Amazon, Hanglong Bay in, in Vietnam, the Iguazu Falls in Argentina, Jeju Island in South Korea, Komodo in Indonesia, and the Puerto Princesa River in the Philippines. I'm sure I've butchered all those names. But I'm pretty happy I've been to one of the new Seven Wonders of Nature. But Table Mountain, guys, is just incredible. So I caught the cable car up there, and you get a free cable car ride on your birthday. I thought that was pretty special. And it's so, so steep. It's just vomit-inducing. And so I went up the side of Table Mountain. And if you don't know why it's called Table Mountain, it literally looks like a table. It's got slightly curved sides and then a completely flat plateau top. And then I ran around the top of the mountain just for hours. It was so beautiful. And uh, and I saw something called a dassy, um, like lassie but with a D, a dassy. And these have become, like I want to say, my top five of favorite critters. These are so unbelievably cute. I want you to imagine that a wombat got cuter. And that's a dassy. And it's a little bit narrower, a little bit slimmer, but they are just adorable. These little, like, sort of fairy logs with these sweet little pointy faces and tiny little red ears. And then they have these little tiny stumpy legs that they scurry around on, and they're just adorable. Um, they, they're also called a, a rock hyrax. So for those of you who are listening, you need to Google this. 
for your weekly fluff. And South African Dassey or look up Rock Hyrax and they are just the sweetest little things. Um, and actually, I got so distracted watching the, uh, the Dassey's guys. I didn't realize I was so far from the public restroom, from the public toilet, and I had to go, and I was like, what am I going to do? And so I, started, I climbed a little bit off the side of the cliff so no one could see me, and I, and oh, wow. I um, embraced the nature and, and went in the bush. And um, unfortunately, I sort of fell into the bush, and I didn't realize the bush had these prickles, and when they touched your, pierce your skin, they released this itching um, serum into your, into your skin. And, of course, because I fell backwards and I was going to the restroom, I walked around that mountain scratching my backside like you would not believe. It was the most undignified, <laughs> unladylike birthday I've ever Oh, man, that's seen. hilarious. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are out of... Once I stood in the night With my head bowed low In the darkness as black as could be And my heart felt alone And I cried, oh Lord, don't hide your face from me Hold my hand all the way Every hour, every day From here to the great unknown Take my hand And let me stand Where no one stands alone Like a king I may live in a palace so tall With great riches to call my own But I don't know a thing In this whole wide world That's worse than being alone Hold my hand all the way Every hour
Welcome back, everybody. That was BJ Thomas with Where No One Stands Alone here on Faith FM. And uh, we have come to that part of the day where we have a clue for the quiz coming your way. What's our first clue there, Lawson? Okay. I just want to say, like, <laughs> that story that I just told. <laughs> like this, man, it's like the silliest thing ever. It's like classic Mon. Classic. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, Anyways, yes, we have a What Book Am I quiz today. So, that means that it's one in 66. You already know. Okay, here we go. What book am I? The word death is found most often in this book of the Bible 31 times. I have no idea. No. None whatsoever. No idea. I'm going to take a stab in the dark. Oh, no, you're incorrect. No, okay. you're yep. incorrect. No idea at all. So, None whatsoever. No idea. If you um, if you, <laughs> you know what book this is, give us a call, 1-800-324-843, and you will win a prize. Lyle, what have we got? What's some, some current news? Okay, so there's a couple of current news stories that are uh, jumping up at the moment, and one mm-hmm. of them involves, of course, um, you know, the federal elec- election is coming up, and yes. that means that all kinds of promises are coming up from coming out from the uh, the various political parties promising what they will do if they get into power. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, of course, the uh, uh, Labor government has come out and promised to make abortions free. Oh, okay. So let's stop and think about that for a moment, um, including late-term abortions. And so um, that in Victoria is at 24 weeks, in Western Australia at 20 weeks, um, and so forth. It is estimated that in Australia, one-third of women will have an abortion in their yeah. lifetime and that the cost of an abortion is around $400 to $500. Uh-huh. Most, uh, sorry, uh, uh, there's, a, there's a, 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 a significant portion of women who cannot afford that and so they're expecting a dramatic increase in the number of women who have an abortion. Mm. And I kind of wonder how this is going to be good for society, particularly when um, abortion mothers have doubled the suicide rate of ice addicts. Mm. You know, this is this is something that... Um, and I just want to say this this morning. If you are a, um, a somebody who's had an abortion and, um, and, you know, you feel bad about that, that there is there is forgiveness in Jesus mm. Christ and come to Christ because um, you know He can take away and, and that really is the only solution right there. Yeah, I have no, never met anybody who's ever been through this uh, uh, procedure who doesn't feel terrible about it. Mm. But when you look at the figures and, and we're repeatedly told that these circumstances come about as a result of desperation. Mm. But there is no way in a million years can you tell me that, you know, one quarter of all pregnancies in Australia, one in four pregnancies in Australia end with an abortion, that one quarter of pregnancies are desperation. Yeah. There's just no way you can justify that those levels of figures. Mm. You know, desperation is... You know, someone fleeing from ISIS and trying to, you know, get across the border and and, and find a, a, a haven of safety. That's yeah. that's desperation. I think our our definition for for what is actually desperation is not desperation, but inconvenience. Yeah, fully. And this is what really, really disturbs me. You know, when it becomes inconvenient to have a child, 
uh, because, you know, it'll stand in the way of my education, it'll stand in the way of my career, it'll stand in the way of, um, you know, uh, um, finances, mm. it will, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so then to choose to take the child's life yeah. because of that, and, of course, the other argument out, out there is that, you know, it, it saves, you know, these young people coming into terrible circumstances where they'll be raised by, you know, unqualified or terrible parents. And once again, I understand that those circumstances exist. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. But there is no way in a million years will you ever convince me that um, one quarter of all pregnancies are going to end up as being those kind of terrible circumstances. And even if we're going to look at it like that, you know, basically what that comes down to is that um, the argument then is mercy killings. These are mercy killings. Mm. Now, we don't have that for, you know, for instance, for elderly people. Yeah. That doesn't exist for elderly people. We don't have such a thing as mercy killings, like, oh, they're having a terrible life, so we're going to kill them. The um, And the argument that, you know, it makes society a better place because, you know, I'm unwanted children become bad citizens of society well that's basically just eugenics yeah you know and 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 eugenics was once you know very very popular and i think about that and i think that one day in the future future generations are going to look back on our generation with absolute horror Mm. at what we have done yeah and how we have you know taken so many you know, millions and millions of lives every year. Mm. We, we, we're horrified when there's, a, when there's a school massacre. We're horrified when, you know, ISIS kills lots of people in the Middle East. We're horrified when terrorists do terrible things. But these are just minuscule numbers mm. compared to, you know, the innocent babies that are being killed every day. Yeah. And, 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 and <clears throat> okay, so this is my... I know I've had this rant before, but it's it's current in the news right now. And I'm going to come to – Labor's actually got some really, really positive things that have come out of this policy as well. I'm going to come to that in just a moment. Um, but, you know, this is this is a backward step for society. Fully. And one that future societies will harshly judge our society for, just as we harshly judge those who were once involved in eugenics mm. and just as we harshly judge the Nazi regime – that you know was into producing you know this this perfect society by mm. getting rid of killing off less desirable people within the within the population mm. um, and you know just uh, breeding a, a a better race a, a a super race but you know even you think about it we we talk about you know finding life on Mars and if we found mm. a single cell on Mars we would say we found life on Mars and yet yeah. you know a, a baby is not supposed to be life. If you kill a wedge-tailed eagle here in Australia, you're up for an $8,000 fine and six months in prison. You kill a, a bald eagle, you, you, you destroy a bald eagle's egg in the United States, and that's $200,000 and uh, one year in prison. Mm. Just the egg. Yeah. You know, and, and yet um, you, you've got places in the United States like New York and so forth where provided that you kill the child one second before it's born, it's legal. Yeah. One second later, it's illegal. But if you kill that child, you know, months previously to that but, and kill the mother as well, you're up for double, double homicide. Mm. You know, there is nothing, there is absolutely nothing here that follows any line of logic whatsoever yeah. at all. And our attitude towards human life has placed human life at such an incredibly low level mm. 
that uh, you know this is the this is the path that we are going down right now. And it, it's so interesting that this is seen. This is seen as tolerance. This is seen as liberation and and freeing. And oh, it's her body. It's her choice. It's like it's not no, her body. No, it's not. It's not her body. It is not her body. It is the child's body that is yeah. being killed. Mm. You know, this is, and 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 this is. You know, you're going to take a life just because life has become inconvenient. Mm. Or, or, or you're embarrassed or, you know, uh, whatever it might be, there are a multitude of issues here. Yeah. And, and, and then you're going to have to live with that for the rest of your life. And my heart just goes out to all of those mothers out there who have, you know, chosen to go down this path thinking that there would be no consequences. Mm. And it never, ever leaves their mind. Mm. They never stop thinking about the child that could have been. Mm. And the fact that you know it was it was it was their choice to take its life, and once again, healing is found in Jesus Christ. Yeah, fully. That's 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 where it's found. Anyway, on the positive side, Labor has also made a promise uh, to boost the uptake of long-term contraceptives. This is the direction we do need to be going to solving these kind of problems. So the implanted hormonal implant and the Mirena intrauterine device, which are ninety-nine percent. Uh, effective, which in the US and the UK, one in three women have, and in Australia, only one in ten. Mm. Uh, but they're trying to uh, promote that. And this is this is the solution right here. Yeah. Responsibility. This is taking responsibility for your actions rather than, you know, it's too late. And so, you know, I know there's extreme circumstances. I'm not talking yeah, about yeah, the extreme yeah. circumstances this morning. We're talking about the 99.5% of abortions <laughs> right. according to statistics. Yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. Um and uh and, and, and yeah, so that's that's uh, the the issue that we have right now. Anyway, we need to move on. This is Ryan Stevenson with No Matter What.
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88 right across Australia. And joining me in the studio this morning for our weekly regular mental health update is David Stojic. Um, today we're going to be talking about something very close to your heart uh, as we get into you know mental health, and more specifically, uh, the topic of depression. Now, David, you regularly run Dr. Neil Nedley's Depression and Anxiety Program. How many of these programs have you run in Newcastle so far? So I've been here in the Newcastle area for this is my sixth year. And so every year we, we run a, a new number of sessions, uh, like number of programs actually. And uh, I just kind of try to do a mental count of how many we have done. We've done 16 to 18 depression and recovery programs. That's sensational. Uh, that's, in, that's in just six years. That's right. Well, five and a half. So wow. And so, so each one of these programs goes for nine weeks. Um, there is a, an information uh, session uh, where we actually explain to people what the program is all about. And, and then there, there is eight weeks of, of uh, programs, once a week, of course, to our session. How many hours have you put into presentations <laughs> on, on this subject? So, so again, uh, somewhere between 140 and 160 two-hour sessions. So, so 300, 400 hours just in delivery, plus um, you know, a lot of preparation and, and talking with people. So, uh, so before and after and supporting people. So uh, hundreds of hours, uh, Lyle. That's very significant. Uh, and hundreds of hours that I believe have been ve- very well spent because... That issue of mental health is is huge. Oh, um, yeah, massive. Now, now, as a pastor, <laughs> yeah, as a pastor, why do I have passion for mental health? Uh, because I really believe that that God wants us to be holistically well in our body, in our mind, in our spirit. I'm also a counselor, as as you know, and it's probably our, our listeners know because I deal from that with people and help people from that perspective. But going back to the biblical, scriptural foundation, uh, Christ wants to give us abundant life, good life in every in every way. Uh, uh, Apostle John is praying that everything will be well, not not just with with our with our body, but with our soul, which uh, obviously implies and includes some emotions in our mental health. And then in Romans twelve and verse two, we find this this verse that I would like to just read. And I'll read that from the NIV. Uh, Apostle Paul says, "Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So, uh, a great text that I'm sure you, you, you use many times yourself, and, and, and that the context is very, very spiritual. It talks about the change that God brings about in our lives through the work of the Holy Spirit. And so, when God comes into our life, the Holy Spirit changes the way we think, mm. renews our mind, which in turn changes everything, the way we feel, the way we act, the way we live. It's a completely new way of living, a new pattern as the Bible puts it. So in the, in the context of our topic, mental health, instead of being hopeless, negative, anxious, and downhearted, we become hopeful, positive, uh, fearless, 
and update and and that's the purpose of actually my running of those depression and anxiety recovery program to to give people that opportunity Lyle mm. to to experience that better life that integrates and includes God in mm. their life that, that's fantastic and you know when I think about that verse that that's really a promise right there you know that, that, that Christ can can, can um, transform our mind, renew our mind. I think there would be a lot of our listeners right now who would really appreciate that verse and be saying, you know what, I need my mind to be transformed. That's right. And so that's really what we're going to be talking about. You know, how does that actually happen as, you know, we work on these issues of mental health? And the reason that I know this is because, you know, mental health is such a massive issue here in this country we call Australia the lucky country and in many ways it is but in many ways it isn't uh, 45% of this, of people in Australia will experience a men- mental health condition just in their lifetime and you know according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics uh, we currently have 3 million Australians living with depression or anxiety um, that's an average of around 1 in 6 women or 1 in 8 men who experience some level of depression and, you know, really the extent of this problem is not fully known because men are much less likely to seek help than women um, with, you know, only one in four men who experience anxiety or depression actually look for treatment. David, what's the cause or what are the causes of poor mental health? Well, uh, Lyle, that, that's, that's a really a good question. Uh, and this morning I would like to talk about Dr. Neil Nedley, depression hit hypothesis. Uh, Dr. Nedley, for those who may not know him, he, you can see him on YouTube. And, oh, yes, very famous. Uh, yeah, he speaks on many topics, including emotional intelligence and, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and depression and anxiety. So Dr. Nedley uh, is and has been practicing as, as a doctor of internal medicine. But he noticed that actually a number of patients or people would present would come and, and, and they, would, they would have symptoms for which he could not find any physical causes. And, and, and then uh, it's at that stage that Dr. Nedley, instead of just giving them, prescribing them medication, saying, well, you know, you got this, this problem, here is a pill, you know, uh, try it and come back to me and see how you go. He actually took, uh, he started to take particular interest in people's mental health. And so he wrote a number of books, including Depression, The Way Out, The Lost Art of Thinking, uh, a number of other books. Uh, he developed a depression anxiety recovery program, which we run here in Newcastle, uh, and and in many people, uh, many places in Australia mm. and across the world. We run it out in Maitland. Absolutely, and, and and if I may just plug in what we are doing, actually, just as of tonight, here in in at Warbrook, we are starting with with the um, with the first session of depression. An anxiety recovery course. So, so if oh, anybody, yeah, absolutely. Anybody in the uh, Lower Hunter, Port Stephens, Newcastle, Central Coast region, head across to the Warrabrook Community right. Centre. What time is that? 7 p.m. tonight. 7 p.m. tonight at the Warrabrook Community Centre. And uh, yeah, first night right there. That's right, first night. And, and we had the information session uh, last week, but it's not too late. Mm. People can come tonight, uh, maybe a few minutes early if they, if they come, if they hear this. Uh, broadcast and they come uh, you know we, we're running programs identical programs on Tuesday evenings and Monday mornings Tuesday evening from 7pm to 9pm 
and Wednesday mornings from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Even if they if they hear it next or this coming week or next week, it's still not too late. They they might have, they might have by that time missed one session, but hey. They still have seven left. And, and of course, if you come to that particular program, you get the privilege of uh, doing the depression uh, program with none other than the very famous doctor, well, not nearly, nearely doctor, David Stojic, <laughs> who, uh, who um, is here on the radio each week. Thank you. And I just would like to say, talking about Dr. Neil Nedley and talking about this context of his program, in 2016, Dr. Neil Nedley published an article in American Journal of Lifestyle Medicine under the title, uh, Dr. Nedley, Depression Hits Hypothesis, Identifying Depression and Its Causes. Okay, that sounds very, very interesting. Um, what did he actually find out? All right, that's, 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 that's basically what this conversation this morning probably should be all about. So in his research, he found many, I, I think more than 100 uh, different causes uh, of depression. And who is he? so he started to categorize them and put them in, in groups and clusters. And he found 10 groups which became known as 10 hits. So according to his hypothesis, an average human brain can cope with three to four hits. And we'll learn what they are in a moment uh, before our brain caves in and people can get depressed. Okay, so um, these 10 hits, we're going to come back in just a moment and talk more about what they are uh, because, yeah, it seems that this is going to be central to our conversation together. So, David, what I'm going to do is going to get you go through the, the actual 10 hits, give us a bit of a definition for each one. That's right. And uh, we'll work our way through from there. However, at this time, we do need to take a break and we're going to be back right after this song.
Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with David Stojic, and he is talking about uh, depression this morning, particularly depression program that uh, you've got starting this evening um, at the Warrabrook Community Centre. Um, so head along there and get in contact with those guys. But uh, specifically, we were talking about 10 hits in the Nedley Hypothesis. That's right. That was uh, published two years ago in the, what we remember the what it was, the Amer- American, American Journal of Lifestyle Medicine. Yes, yes. Okay, what I want us to do, David, is to actually go through these 10 hits and talk about So you were around about 100 or more causes. That's right. But 10 broad categories. That's right. So, so And we can handle like three to four of them. That's right. Our brain can handle three to four simultaneous hits. And, 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 and uh, if it happens simultaneously, more than that, uh, we, we, we cave in. So the first category of, 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 of these hits is genetic hit. And, and so the research that he focused wo- on was the family history of depression or suicide in, in a first-degree relative. So if there is somebody very close to us, uh, who is in our family, uh, very closely related uh, with a history of depression, or maybe a suicide or suicidal, um, very likely, it's very likely that we may have inherited that genetic pool. Uh, and and, and that's, a, that's basically one hit category. And then, then the second one uh, was developmental hit category, that which, which he kind of entitled developmental hit category, category. So that's kind of as we were growing what was happening. And so, so, so the research that he did focused on, on early puberty, uh, puberty in girls. So for instance, uh, according to that research, uh, if, if girls would begin menstruation by age 11 or younger, that was kind of one of the hits. And, and I'm just would like to pause to think about it you know some studies have been done uh, relating to basically eating some of the foods mm-hmm. uh, that, that are hormone uh, you know so to say um, that there is high, high kind of degree of hormones in that food or, or hormone infused foods such like 
you know, certain types of food that I'm not going to mention. <laughs> you know? I, I, I'm happy to mention, you know, um, basically, you know, your meats, your chicken that, and your that, that's, and, that's and, right. uh, so forth that are pumped full of hormones so that they'll grow quicker. And so it's very obvious that, that girls are getting younger and younger with, with their puberty and their, their menstru- menstruation. So 11 years or younger. That's Is right, it's hit. Then history of depression in, in adolescence, you know, if people have that. Uh, uh, people not being uh, raised by both biological parents, that could be one hit. Sexual abuse could be one hit. It, uh, and being raised or living with someone who is an alcoholic or drug addict. So all that is part of that developmental hit category. As people were growing, you know, what was happening to them. And then the third category of hits, uh, hits uh, was a nutrition hit category in his hypothesis, uh, which included if people actually, uh, and actually in his program he calls this the, the most underestimated hit, uh, where, where, where actually people don't realize how much damage they do to themselves if they're not eating type of foods that actually are good for their brain or if they're, or if they're eating foods that actually are detrimental to their brain. So for instance, Food that is good for our brain, uh, 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 like uh, having food that has tri- uh, tryptophan in it. So tryptophan is 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 found in, in things like such as tofu, you know, and 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 so on and so on. Lentils. I think there is folic acid there. Omega three fat intake, low folic acid intake may be a problem. Lower vitamin B intake. Uh, diet high in in uh, <coughs> cholesterol. If people eat that type of food, saturated fat. And sugars, uh, you know, and if people actually uh, have uh, uh, marked anorexia and weight loss, so that the old part is is of that nutritional hit category, uh, which which, as Dr. Nelly says, it's highly underestimated. And then there is another hit, the fourth hit in that in that among those ten hits, social hit category. Uh, for instance, uh, people who don't have a good social support, they have a hit. And negative or stressful life events, that's another hit. Low social, if people are brought up in a low social class or actually they live in a low social class where there is no, no, no support. Being raised by grandparents as opposed to parents, lo and behold, you know. And, and if an uh, immediate family member is alcoholic or drug addict, so that all is part of that social hit category. Yeah, sure. Now, I can imagine a lot of people would suffer from uh, that particular hit. Um, there's a lot of social disconnectedness in our society. Um, major major issue for a lot of people. It, it truly is, Lyle. Uh, um, so then, then there is another uh, hit, uh, which, which, which Natalie kind of entitled that toxic hit category. And in that hit are, are various toxins that actually we have in our, or could get in our body, into our body. High, high lead levels, uh, uh, high mercury levels, high arsenic, bismuth, or other, uh, or other toxin levels, uh, or high risk, uh, risk uh, of exposure to these toxins. Basically, that's another hit, really, mm-hmm. uh, toxins. Then there is another one, circadian rhythm hit category. Uh, what that is really is about not sleeping enough or sleeping too much. So, so if people have regular insomnia and they routinely sleep more than nine hours, that's over the top, or, or, or they're less than six hours per day, they are uh, probably likely to get this circadian rhythm um, uh, hit. 
and then then there is this addiction category that we actually mentioned uh, a little bit before but in that category is use of alcohol cigarette tobacco uh, heavy caffeine use recreational drugs including marijuana uh, daily use of benzodiaz benz benzodiazepines so these are basically your antidepressants uh, or chronic narcotic use uh, uh, for more than 30 consecutive days just on that one, David, uh, when we're talking about addictions and you're talking about obviously chemical addictions there, what about um, non-chemical addictions like uh, pornography, gambling? Uh, the, the same, the same. same Even yeah. addiction to television, actually. Sure. Uh, so all, all types of addictions can, can really be, be, um, um, be, be hit for us when it comes to, to depression. And, and really in the program that, that we use and that we run, Dr. Nedley covers those, such as sitting in front of television screen, you know, for, for a prolonged period of time, sitting uh, in front of a device, uh, internet device. All of these things have really, uh, that have addictive behavior, as we spoke in our previous talk about social media, it, you know, it's, 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 um, and sugar? Sugar, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, sugar is, is uh, 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 addictive. Uh, we are actually currently running a diabetic health clinic to help people uh, overcome their sugar addiction. But sugar is not only the, the, the actually uh, the white substance that we use to, to sweeten our, or our tea or something. Sugar can be hidden in a lot of other things. So it's a big one mm-hmm. uh, about, so for instance, our daily intake in Australia is about 60 grams of free sugars uh, or 14 teaspoons of white sugar every day. And, and when we stop eating sugar, we definitely go to withdrawals. So uh, people can get a bit, uh, a bit depressed with that as well. And then, and then there is lifestyle category, uh, lifestyle hit category, uh, not uh, on a regular, uh, not exercising on a regular basis, and uh, not ex- exposure to, to, to daylight, uh, you know, and sunshine and so on and so on. Not exercising, like thirty minutes a day or at least or something like that. Not breathing fresh air. All of these things can be hits. Yeah, big big issue for uh, radio hosts who uh, sit down for their job. <laughs> Um, and I've heard that you know some of these sedentary jobs are as bad as and as harmful as smoking. That's right. They say sitting is a new a new smoking. <laughs> so it's lack of exercise that can contribute uh, certainly is a con- contributing factor to to a lot of lifestyle diseases. Okay, the final two hits according to Dr. Nedley in our last. 60 seconds. Okay, so medical hit conditions, hepatitis, other, other things, diabetes, terminal cancer, other, other, other medical conditions, and then frontal lobe hit category, uh, um, uh, uh, basically uh, being on low-carbohydrate diet, on high meat or high cheese diet, or eating lots of rich food. Entertainment television, uh, entertainment internet, that's where basically you're coming into something that is addictive and so on and so on. Yeah, you read through that list and it's not hard to uh, put yourself into three or more categories there. You know, I'm just sort of working my way down through and making some some ticks and crosses um, on various ones to see how many hits I'm getting. And it would not take much to to bump it up into a dangerous level. That's right. Um, Can any of these be reversed? 
only two first one uh, based on Dr. Nedley's research cannot, which is uh, genetics, whatever we inherited, we inherited. Mm -hmm. And developmental, we cannot go back in the past and change what, what happened to us. But it's interesting, there is a concept of epigenetics. If our lifestyle is good, we actually can shut down or close those genes uh, you know, that can cause us to get depressed. Thank you so much for joining us, David. And don't forget to get along to the Warrabrook Community Centre this evening. Um, if you are in the local area where you can uh, access uh, Dr. Nedley's program starting this very evening. We're going to move on right now. We'll be back after this song, followed by the 8 o'clock news, and then, of course, Encounter with God. You're listening to Faith FM. Blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have right to the tree of life and enter the gate. Yes, enter the gate. They enter the gate of the city. Immoral denied with sorcerers outside, murderers, idolaters, those who love lies. Forever too late. It's really too late. And really, it is such a pity. And the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him that hears say, come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him that hears say, And the bride say, Come, and let him that hears say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Exciting news. You heard it first, right here on Faith FM. Pastor Blake, what is happening in Raymond Terrace? Well, our church is having the grand opening of our brand new facility. Awesome! When is it? 9th of March, 2019, and starts with breakfast at 9 a.m., and there's going to be waffles, and everyone's invited. Whereabouts? 45 William Street, Raymond Terrace, which is just beside Raymond Terrace Marketplace. Be there. to Faith FM, positively different radio.